the world has gone off the tracks, folks. Think you're the only one who feels lost and confused? You are not alone. Join our club, because this average Joe has had enough. Listen here for a dose of common sense. Sure he's crazy, but what if he's right? Good morning, I'm back. And I had something happen over the last 24 hours, actually 12 hours, uh, that I had to talk about because I know a little bit, a little something about it. Uh, There was a shooting last night in Indianapolis at a FedEx facility. Now, there are different kinds of facilities for FedEx. They have several different kinds of uh, levels of, uh, of... I don't know how you put this. What I'm getting at is I used to work for the freight uh, side of FedEx. They have uh, freight. They have ground, which is like when UPS brings you a, a package. Same same system there. They have uh, express, which is when you get an overnight uh, package from them. They've got priority. They've got it, – it goes on down the list. But in this particular instance, this was a ground facility, which means there's a huge amount of people that work there. This facility is massive. I've been by it many times in Indianapolis. It's right off of Highway 70. It's on, um, I believe it's uh, Ameriplex Plaza, Ameriplex uh, uh, Boulevard. And it's on the left there. It's it's massive. It's a big, big facility. It's uh, probably hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people work there. And uh, apparently last night somebody walked in and shot the place up, killed, I believe, eight, and then killed himself. Now, they're, you know, naturally, look, to start with, you cannot believe anything that the uh, mainstream media says in the next week because it'll all be bullshit. It'll all be made up. It'll be hearsay. It'll be you name it. They won't get the, they won't get the story straight. Well, immediately they've already interviewed one guy who said that he saw the shooter come in and he had an automatic weapon with him, uh, a submachine gun, I believe is what he called it. Well, first of all, those don't exist for the most part. Those are military uh, grade weapons. It was probably a, a semi-automatic rifle. Um, probably an AR would be my guess, you know, so that we can, you know, go after those again, even though no military in the, in the world uses an AR Everybody thinks that means army rifle. It doesn't mean that. But anyway, uh, back to the subject. Um, I find this this story a little fishy, and I'll tell you why. I've actually been to these facilities. I've actually driven there with a truck to pick up freight, uh, to pick up packages. I, it, it, it's a long story, but it, one Christmas we had to help out. So they took people from the freight business and put them over into the uh, package business. And we, we went to these facilities. There were several in St. Louis. There's a couple in Illinois. You go down the list. They're everywhere. There's some in Rolla, uh, up, up uh, 44 towards uh, uh, in Missouri. Anyway, point is, point is, literally, and I'm not kidding you, to get in one of these facilities is just short of having a cavity search. I mean, literally, I work for the company. Okay, uh, I had to stop, get out of the truck. The 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 um, um, the guard looked inside my truck. They chalked the wheel so it wouldn't move. I had to leave it. Run- I had to shut it off. Actually, 
Uh, they look under it. They, they I mean, it, it's pretty extensive. It's pretty extensive. And so to get in one of these facilities is very difficult. So for someone to get in with a handgun would be tough. I mean, you might be able to put it in your lunchbox if, you know, if you're going in there. I'm not saying it can't be done. And these are big facilities. So if you, if you wanted to throw it over the fence and then go get it later, that kind of thing, you could probably pull it off. But to just walk through the gate and, and, and walk in with a rifle, no. That's not going to happen. <clears throat> not unless he shot the guy, not unless he shot the, uh, uh, the guard. That's possible because I did read an article, um, one story about someone being shot who was either in the parking lot in their car or was across the street at a, uh, a convenience store. Now, if he shot them, you might be able to get in. You might be able to get in. But I will tell you this, and this is, this is absolutely uh, the bottom line here. Now it's been, it's been approximately 12 hours. Cause I was talking to an individual I work with and he drove by there about the time this was taking place. He said there was like 200 police cars. It, it just happened uh, at the facility. They had to reroute him. He had to come in the back way to the freight, the freight, uh, uh, uh facility. Anyway, it's been, it's been 12 hours. You're telling me, you know, who the guy, you don't know who the guy is. I find that I find that amazing, which leads me to believe. Now I could be dead wrong on this, but in the back of my mind, I got a feeling that this guy's black. Okay. Now, from what I understand, from what the hearsay, and again, don't quote me on this. Just what I'm hearing. Apparently, this guy was after. From what I understand, he was after one in particular supervisor. That's who he was searching for. And coincidentally, the guy was off that night. This one supervisor was not there. So if anything, this guy's guilty of bad timing. So apparently he shot up the place. There was probably other people he didn't like. I, I don't know the whole story, but I find it amazing that after 9-11, that afternoon they knew who the 19 hijackers were, but after 12 hours at a facility like this where you actually have an ID badge, and you know all your employees, they don't know who the shooter was, and they're not releasing that name. I find that amazing, okay? I really do. My um, guess is he was black. It doesn't fit the narrative of uh, your typical uh, white supremacist that goes into a, a place. I mean, that's that's what they're promoting. That's what in mainstream media and uh, uh, the government right now, the people, the people uh, trying to push uh, an agenda are... It doesn't fit into that narrative. So my guess is you may not hear any more about this unless you really, really look deep. My guess is you won't know who this, this guy was. I could be wrong. They may announce it here in the next five minutes. And he may be a white guy. <clears throat> he may be a, a, a white supremacist. I'm not saying he's not. He may have a tattoo on his back of his head of a, a SWAT sticker. I don't know. That could happen. But the fact that they haven't named him at this point, and it's, it's about... It's about 12 hours later. I find that very odd. So also I find odd the fact that he was able to get in this place. Now, and the fact that he wanted to kill somebody does not surprise me in the least. Those places are nothing but a slave camp for the most part. Um, they push these people pretty hard. I know at, at UPS I used to call it a slave camp uh, when I worked there. 
so I can see where you would lose your cool. I, I've done it. I haven't shot the place up, but I can see losing your losing your cool. And, and you know, fights break out sometimes. You know, people get fired over it. I've seen that happen. But at the end of the day, I can see this happening. But how he got it done, I I do not know. I'd like really like to know. Now FedEx is running into a little bit of trouble here because, from what I understand. There's being some pressure put on them because of their no cell phone policy. And, you know, I tend to agree with that, that policy, because you know as well as I do, anybody that's working, they will check their phone every, what, I think they've done research on this, every two minutes, check their phone for messages. So that does become an issue in a work environment, okay? And it does stop productivity, but now FedEx is starting to, from what I've read, some of the people in charge are saying they're going to take another look at that policy. So I, at the end of the day, I don't know how you handle that. I mean, if you're an employer and you've got, let's just say, for example, you've got 10 people working at your plant and nine of them on, on their cell phone for 20% of the day, that really kind of eats into your profit especially when we're trying to push the minimum wage up everywhere. You know, it, it becomes very expensive for, for a business to tolerate. And, 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 but what happened was the reason there was an issue is because people, their, their relatives and their friends were trying to call these people to make sure that they weren't one of the eight that were killed at this facility and they couldn't get a hold of them. So it did, it caused, it caused some real problems. And uh, I can see that. I can see that to some degree. Um, Cause when you've got maybe three, 400 people working at a facility, it's hard to get a hold of each and every one of them's uh, relatives to let them know they're okay in a short period of time. So, I mean, if you started as soon as the shooting took place, it may take you all day to call everybody. So you're not going to be able to do that. Especially when, you know, there's police everywhere and they, they've got, the place locked down. It, it's pretty hard to do. So I will give them that. But I will say this. FedEx, is uh, their their uh, catchphrase right now is safety is their priority. Safety is their priority. And that is laughable because I've worked for them. Safety is not their priority. No, that's a great that's a great motto and a great sign to put up on the wall. But at the end of the day, safety is way down the list on things they care about. They're more interested in production. They couldn't care less about their individual employees. I mean, you could drop dead and they, they would just figure out their biggest concern would be who be who's going to take your spot. So, I mean, and that's, that's understandable. I'm not saying it isn't, but I love the way they, they, they uh, put out these memos and they, they make these announcements that that was their number one priority. Well, it's not. So anyway, uh, it, if we find out this is a black guy, <clears throat> uh, and he killed himself, and he's not, he doesn't fit into the narrative. Uh, nothing will be said about this. Now, having said that, I believe some video came out yesterday of a kid in Chicago that was shot. He was, I think he was 13 years old. And supposedly on the video, he's got his hands up. Well, from what I'm, from what I'm learning, CBS has edited out the fact that he had a gun. And, uh, of course, they're trying to create uh, uh, strife. And, and, and civil unrest is what they're trying to do. And this fits into their narrative because it was probably a white cop who shot a black kid. You know, okay, black kid, 13 years old, right? Apparently was involved in a robbery at 3 o'clock in the morning. And I don't know about you, but when I was 13 years old, my dad expected me to be home 
at three o'clock in the morning. So I don't know how innocent this guy was. Uh, did he have his hands up? It, it, apparently he did, but he also just prior to that had had a gun in his hand. So I really have very little, uh, very little uh, sympathy for him that, uh, you know, again, I go back to, I've been on my, I've been on this planet for 61 years and I've never had a confrontation with a police officer where I felt my life was in danger. Now that's just me, of course, maybe I'm, I'm the exception rather than the rule, but I think everybody listening to this has probably had the same experience. You do what you're told, you know, and, and usually it's not, they're not asking a lot and you're not a smart ass. You don't shoot your mouth off. You don't yell at him. You don't take a swing at him. I mean, go down the list. There's certain things you don't do when you're around a police officer. One of them is run. You know, again, I go back to, I would have a lot more respect for black lives matters if they were concerned with what's going on in Chicago uh, between black on black death. And also if they would make a public service announcement to all the black young black men in the country, do not run from the police. That would actually do more for their cause than anything else. But see, at the end of the day, they're not interested in, in black men not being killed. They want black men to be killed because that makes more money for them. So go down the list of things that's stupid about black lives matter. That is a con always has been always will be. So I, I have no respect for those people whatsoever. And if you're, and if you're a member of that, that organization, you're a schmuck. It's that simple. You have fallen for a narrative that's not true. So then we go back to Ashley Babbitt, which I, um, I don't know if you're aware of this one, but apparently she was one of the people who stormed and I put that quote in quotation marks, stormed the Capitol. Okay. She's shot by a white police officer. Apparently now I, I don't know that he's white. They're saying he is, that's what I'm hearing. And he's not going to be charged for her death. Okay, she was unarmed. Yes, she was trying to break through a window. And he shot her, an unarmed woman. A police officer shot an unarmed woman in the Capitol during a riot, supposedly a riot. I mean, you call it a riot, I don't know. They tried to call it an insurrection, which is bullshit. That's not an insurrection. There was a few hundred people. They tried to get in, in the story. They did a hell of a lot less damage than goes on in Portland on a daily basis. So... They call that up there, peaceful protest. So I, I don't know. It depends on who you're listening to. But it, bottom line is, white woman killed by a police officer doesn't fit the narrative. Okay? They don't care. MSM does not care about that. You can, and you want to know why? Here's why. Here's why they're not going to do anything about that. Because they know that the MAGA hat wearing people the conservatives out there, the people with the common sense who know that this woman was killed f under false circumstances. And, and then, then this guy should serve time for this. This is murder. They're not going to riot. You and I are not going to go out and riot over this. We're just not. Now, if the rever if it had been reversed and that was a white, a black woman killed by a white police officer in Washington, DC, they would charge that police officer because she's black and they know that those black people out there and that whole group will in fact burn the city down. That's why this is all going on. It's all about, it's all, it's, it's basically we're being ruled by the mob. Mob rule is what this is all about. If you will tear stuff up and destroy a city, you will get what you want. And that's basically the bottom line, but I'll be, I'll be getting back with you more on this. As soon as I find out who the shooter is, I'm going to, I'm going to, do a little spot on that hopefully hopefully we'll find out in the next i don't know day anyway 
That's all I got. And I will talk to you later. You be careful out there.